Commander Michael, the time has come. Execute episode 66. Affirmative. I haven't seen Star Wars in so long, Alex. You do you the best episode of Star Wars <laughs> ever? Did you just... You haven't? Did you just challenge channel like it like it, that just sounded like a country a country bumpkin kind of guy? Play it again. I want to hear it. Do you the the best episode of Star Wars ever? I played it in post, so I can't hear it. Play it again. Play it again. the best ever. Okay, first of all, episode three is not the best episode of Star Wars ever. Okay, well, if you're a prequel memer, then it is. But who the hell actually likes the prequels? Let's check prequel memes, the subreddit. I, I like the prequel memes, but I don't like the prequels. Uh, but no. No, they're terrible movies, but that's what makes them charm. Over a million younglings in the prequel memes <laughs> reddit. Still, that Anakin will slaughter. Still, I did forget the follow-up line to. Th- I remember the Order sixty-six line. I forget what the what the uh, what mm-hmm. the follow-up to that is. No, come on, Mike. This the, the Star Wars prequels are, are such like an incredible uh, series of movies for men everywhere, and not just the men, but the women and children too. It's another prequel meme. Oh uh, well, nope, never mind. Oh my god, uh, some so, someone out there is going to really appreciate that. I'm I'm sure. Um. What's your opinions on sand? I don't like it very much. <laughs> there, I, the, it's those... rough, it's coarse, it gets everywhere. <laughs> Just like this podcast. Just like Welcome this back podcast. to the Weekly Undertaking. Hey, everybody. It's Welcome back. Episode 66. But strangely enough, that doesn't mean it's a Star Wars episode because it's a Halloween episode. It is a Halloween episode. Play the spoopy music. Great, now we have to get spoopy music. That's exactly what I was going to say, Alex. You're in charge of getting spoopy Aww. music. <laughs> All right. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Welcome to the the Weekly Undertaking. I'm Mike. This is Alex here. And this is the podcast where we do different things every single week. And talk about them, with this week being our Halloween-themed episode, because Halloween's coming up. Yes, it is. What day is today, Alex, or the day that this is being released? Right now, I have to do math. I think it's the 27th. It's the 27th. Yeah, it's recording this a week in advance. Yeah, it's just four weeks, four days away, Halloween. Four days away. Four whole days. I can't wait. What are you dressing up as, Mike? I actually don't know. I need to figure out my costume. Wow, me too. Are you actually going to dress up? I was going to say that no matter what you said. Yeah, okay, really. But it was kind of less cool. (laughs) And I also legitimately have no idea what I'm going to dress up as because I also don't know what I'm going to do for Halloween. Oh, okay. It's going to be crazy. You want to hang out with me? (laughs) Yeah. Cool. What what, what are you doing? I don't know. It depends. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Well, if if we're hanging out... We're like playing Undertale and eating candy, then I'm here. (laughs) If we're going to... A Halloween dank bar? Then I'm here. What's a dank bar? It's a bar that is dank. No, I hate that. We're If we go to a bar, we're going to a bar that specifically it's, specializes it's, in not being dank. It's where all the it's where all the people who say dank uh, go, which means it's uh, everyone under 21. <laughs> it's a very illegal, shady place. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's dank. I was going to say, that's if, the, if the I'm smell. the people that say dank, if that's their main personality trait, I don't want to hang out with them. No offense to dankers wow. out there. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little less dank right now. I fucking... Why do we still do this podcast? Well, it's time to figure out what we're doing for Halloween then, because that's something everyone wants to hear about. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to... I'm going to I think I'm going to a concert, actually. Cool! Yeah. What concert? Simple Plan? 
I don't know. I don't know. You don't know Simple Plan? No. Well, they they're they're a pop punk band. Uh, they're they're very uh, uh, high school emo kind of thing. I love it. But they're most famous for doing the What's New Scooby Doo theme song. Oh, I love that. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. seeing them on Halloween. Yeah, that makes well, perfect well, sense. Well, no, I'm seeing them on Halloween because that's when their concert <laughs> is. Aww. It's not like I'm calling up Simple Plan and being like, hey, Simple Plan, you know what would be great? If we hung out on Halloween and you played the Scooby-Doo song. Okay, okay come on. Like, How can they not play it? Listen, right? they have other songs that are much more popular. But it's Halloween. I know. I would. I'm, listen, I'm going to sue them if they don't play the What's New Scooby-Doo You're song. You're not going to win. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. What's na-na. New Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Play uh, however long I we legally can play What's New Scooby-Doo <laughs> for. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man! But what's your what's your? I think this is the second year that we're doing a special for Halloween. Yeah, last year we talked about our favorite Halloween moments and our memories from Halloween. I remember last year I talked a lot about Hurricane Sandy and uh, our Halloween Shoot. surrounding that. We totally did. We that totally was did. that was crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's still one of my most uh, vivid memories involving Halloween. Yeah. Is is that time of my life? Do you have any other specific memories of Halloween? Um, no. I mean, because last year. Last year, I was able to tell, like, those the stories about, like, the awesome Halloween party I went to the year prior. So I, I would do the same for this year, but I didn't do anything fun last Halloween. What did you do last Halloween? I dressed up like a box and hung out with you. <laughs> That's... And made this episode. That was a really sad Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. We... we Well, yeah. Yeah. But I had fun. I'm glad. And we told spooky stories. We didn't eat candy, and we forgot to bring candy this time. Oh, yeah, we did. It's probably We record so early in advance, and the actual episode goes up so early before Halloween. Well, we'll eat candy while listening to this. That's, yeah. Yeah, let's I'm, do that. I, I give you credit to think that either of us will listen to this <laughs> in, our, in our free time. No, we will. Do you not listen to this? I, I well, I are I, you I, not one of our loyal <laughs> listeners, subscribers? I have to. Says a lot of our about our podcast that not even we bother to listen. No, to No, it. it's just I have to because we're, we're we edit it and then after it's up, I'm like, well, I've already listened to it. Like, yeah. Why why listen to it again? I mean, I do go back and listen to older ones that I completely forgot what I said and yeah. what you said because that makes Those it are more fun. interesting. Those it's are like fun. two different people. Yeah. It's so. like it's like listening to a podcast or something. Yeah. It is, actually. It is. It kind of is. I look forward to the day when we do Halloween year three, where we look back on this and think, wow, what a fucking loser I was. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I'm already thinking about what a fucking loser I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you got a head start on me, my friend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was, I also forget what I did last year because, and I think I talked about this last year, but in years past, um, October... 31st just was was when my grand was my grandma's birthday oh, so yeah. we would we would go as a family over to her house and that would be like one of the parties like how it was halloween thanksgiving christmas that all of us got together so um i thought that that was uh that's my association with halloween cool yeah no i i, I see that my association is a much more streamlined one i guess yeah something a little more obvious just uh candy and costumes Those are and all the best. feeling feeling really sad about myself in college um and That's buying specifically with halloween yeah everyone feels sad about themselves in mid-fall i hope I, I mean, I think everybody has those downer days, but I don't think for me personally, Halloween was never one of well, no. specific. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I don't know. 
know. I'm, no, I'm, I'm asking if you... you're right. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was not where I was going with that line of questioning. But if you admit it, but though. what I was saying is the best part of Halloween is going to CVS November first and getting like all the Halloween candy. Is that a thing for for discounted prices? Yeah, I didn't know that's that was my, a thing. That's my favorite not holiday to go to all the stores and get candy for like super cheap because no one wants it anymore don't they do that uh after uh valentine's day too something like that yeah yeah it's once every half year oh really except valentine's day is more chocolate and i'm more of like the the like the candy bar type of type of guy well candy bars are made of chocolate okay i'm more like the the this the like the the, the skittles <laughs> oh my god <laughs> have you seen I'm sorry to just bring this up out of nowhere. No, go for it. Have you seen the picture of Tom Holland where he looks like Eminem and the caption is, Tom Holland looks like Eminem's discount rapper cousin Skittles? <laughs> I have not seen that meme. It's that the really best funny. meme I've seen in a long time. I feel bad for Tom Holland because he could definitely beat up every single person on the internet. <laughs> but he looks like such a dweeb, which yeah, makes him does. a perfect Peter Parker. He's freaking shredded, but everybody is just like, look at that cute child over there which that cute meanwhile he can he if he went toe-to-toe with like Dwayne the Rock Johnson they'd probably need a, a stalemate yeah honestly it's kind of crazy how perfect he is for the role of yeah Spider-Man. honestly everyone is like look at that dweeb yeah and then yeah he'll kill you yeah if he, exactly if he wanted to if he wanted to Spider-Man's back in the MCU I don't know if we mentioned that we did we talked about it once oh fuck all right never mind yeah happy happy days well I'm still happy about it so am I huh yeah but alas uh are you dressing up as Tom Holland for Halloween? No, not specifically. If you dress up for someone this Halloween, what would you dress up as? Oh, like anyone? Yeah. Anyone um, or anything. <coughs> would it be like convincing or hilariously bad or kind of in the middle? Whatever you personally feel like. Okay. That's a good question then. What would be your serious costume? My serious costume? I'd probably be like... Mm, I'd probably do... No... I'm going through every person I know in my head. Uh-huh. Um, I'd probably do, like, Robert Downey Jr. and go to, like, a bank and try to withdraw money. What? Because he has, like, a lot of money. I'd take some money. You think that... How do you think banks work? <laughs> do, do you just call up? Just like, Hi, hey. I'm Robert Downey Jr. I'm Iron Man. Please give me money. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, hello, Mr. Downey Jr. Here is all of your money today. <laughs> is that not how banks work? No, that's not how banks work. <laughs> or I'd be like, I, I, do you not have to present your bank card when you go to the bank? No, um, of course I do. Um, but I, you know, I, I'd dress up as RDJ. I'd call up his wife, and I'd be like, hi, honey, it's me, Robert Downey Jr. I'm Iron Man. Please send my bank card to this little boy's house. You know how you introduce yourself to your wife whenever you call her? <laughs> it is me. First name, last name, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, what, who would you dress up as? He's also Dr. Doolittle now. He's he's retired from the, uh, the, the Iron Man business. Yeah, I know. But he's not – but it's Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Iron Man. Dr. Doolittle, yeah. I uh, have been told I look like Harry Potter if I had rounded glasses. Yeah, um, I see that. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I was told the same thing. Yeah, I I, I know. <laughs> but I don't wear glasses, so it's yeah. not as convincing. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I, I would really want to do Walter White because I freaking love Breaking Bad. Oh, go like go all in and shave your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I decided <laughs> I wanted to be bald for a while, that would be that would No, be, I I dig yeah. that. I dig that. My one of my friends in middle school actually dressed up as our band teacher who was 
famously bald. Oh, that is hysterical. Completely shaved his head, wore a suit, drew on a goatee. He shaved his head? He didn't even go bald? No, he, he full-on shaved his head. Oh, my God. I was impressed. He's crazy. He was a little crazy. Yeah. He was like my weird kid friend, but I loved him. Oh, yeah. The, I wonder how you're doing. His name was also Michael, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what does that say? I don't know. So it's probably way too much. Um, No, what was I saying? Um... Yeah, shave your head. Okay, yeah. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Shave your head. I would I, I would rock it. Bring that's my, totally. one of my favorite shows. Oh, you know what I would dress up as? What would you dress I, up I as? Would, I would make my own rendition of the Joker. Your own rendition of yeah, the Joker? Yeah, and I would, I would dress up as that. Because, well, I mean, everyone this year is going to be Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Oh, yeah. Which, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, we should have talked about the Joker movie in this episode. You want to talk about the Joker movie more? We, already, we talked about it last week. Go listen to that. This is also, the Joker is one of, like, such an interesting movie. You could have several conversations about it. Well, yeah, it's like back to back, two weeks in a row. We have people who probably don't like it. Fair enough. So go listen to the back <laughs> one if you want to hear more about the Joker, but it's the same. A very small amount because we only talked about it for like four or five minutes. That's true. We yeah. could have droned it out a little longer in retrospect considering that the episode was kind of short. Not Sorry about that. But enjoy this a uh, little bit extra longer episode to compensate, and also it's a special special. Probably. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah, we might get tired. We might get tired. We'll see. <laughs> Well, that's what we did this week, by the way. Yeah. We we, we, we wrote – we didn't write. We researched our, our our true crime story. We we became true crime podcasters, true crime podcast. True crime. Well, you did true crime. I did not. Well, I don't even know if what I did was true crime. Oh, is that why you said that little loophole last episode? I did because <laughs> because last year what we did – this is – so this is a repeat episode. We did a special last year of the same – the same the Halloween special last year was the same challenge of research a uh, true crime or true ghost story and talk about it live on air. And last year we both did true crime. We both had a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're bringing it back because we yeah. had a really good time. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do true crime. I'm going to do true ghost story this cool. time around. So what I, I don't I don't know if what I did was true crime because no one died, but someone did commit a crime. Oh God! It's still fucking terrifying. Oh okay, it's, it is scary. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's my worst. It's one of my worst nightmares, okay. which I shouldn't say because someone might do it okay. to me. So yeah. don't when you hear it, don't do that. I. It's so it's fucking my worst nightmare. Oh, you're going first then. Oh. I want I want I want to hear the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. So, yeah, enjoy. We're now joining the ranks of one of the hundreds of thousands of true crime podcasts well, out there. We already did a year ago. And now we're, dro- we're joining it again. I freaking love true crime podcasts. Awesome. We could have written a horror story, but I, I feel like that's just less yeah. fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, another idea I had for Halloween was like Carve a Pumpkin, which maybe we'll do one day, maybe not even as the Halloween special, like a yeah. week before or after Halloween. Yeah. To coincide. We'll do like a... Maybe we'll do like a Halloween month next year. Who knows? Who I mean, knows? Because I like the spook spook episodes. I do like the spook episodes too. It's but it's also um, so far we've done two, we, including this one. We have done two, including this one. I just what was I gonna say? I mean, the thing about carving a pumpkin is we're a podcast. Well, so what, we have Instagram. I guess, but it's like, come on. Come <laughs> come on. What, are we, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna like make them listen to the sounds of a pumpkin no, getting gutted? I was gonna be like carve a pumpkin over the course of a week. Oh, okay. And then bring it here and to show the just, other person. And then they just listen to us describe each other's pumpkins. And talk about it, yeah. Okay. yeah and right. the process of getting the pumpkin. <laughs> I picked from it from a off, place. I picked it up off the ground and paid money. That's what pumpkin picking is now, isn't sure it? Sure is. That's kind of always what it is, though. So tell me your story. 
All right, I guess we're getting into the, the spooks. Oh, yeah, why not? Do you have anything else to bring up? No, Halloween's fun. Halloween is always a really good time. Um, I'm excited. I, uh, I am very excited for this. Yeah, I, every time it comes up, I always say, fall is my favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. And that's because it is. I like the leaves and my birthday's at this time of year. It and is. And so is yours. It, um, yes. Well, you, you're technically summer, right? I, technically. So you're a summer baby. I'm in September, but I'm early enough in September that, like, yeah. it is it is before the solstice. Yeah. More like wake me up when September ends, am I right? So anyway, that was not my even story. A good joke. That was just listing the name of a song. That's what jokes are now, haven't you heard? No. What else haven't you heard? I, that the bird is the word? The, I, th- I knew you were going there. Yeah, I did a pause because I was thirsty. I, th- I thought you were doing a pause to check <clears throat> it out. But tell me your freaking scary story, man. <clears throat> All right. So this is a story that I, I heard of recently, as in this morning. And <laughs> I, I just had to, I had to tell it because it was something terrifying. And something unique to this story is how recent it occurred. Okay. Most true crime stories and... Uh, like creepy stories uh, come from at least a few decades ago. When right, just te- be- yeah, sorry. Yeah, when technology wasn't at a rate where oh, we know exactly who killed this person. Let's go get them, like I, right away. That's very true. I thought it was more of a matter of uh, even now with our uh, incredible technology, it takes a while for for uh, information to become public. So I thought that was part of the reason why you do things in the '90s because at that point, who cares if you know all the details of that murder? It's been solved. Yeah, okay. But tell me about your – when was this uh, crime happening? So it started in 2014. Okay. But an update occurred just as little as like a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. So this mystery is still ongoing. Um, I don't think they caught the person yet. Okay. So this is going to be interesting. This is, the, this is the story of The Watcher. The Watcher? Yes. Oh, I'm terrified already. And like what I said, we could put a little bit of a, a – Spooky ambiance noise, if you'd like, uh, future Alex. I don't mind. No, not Mike. There you go. You use that. Okay. Do that just on repeat the whole <laughs> episode. Mike. Yeah, it's just going and going not and going. Okay, stop. Uh, no, no. Yeah, that's that's really annoying. Not I'm sorry. Mike. <laughs> well, now you learned. I did learn. Okay, so 2014. Yes. So I'm taking all this information directly from uh, the Cut website. The uh, link will be in the description because I'm lazy and didn't feel like writing it. Okay, fair enough. So, <clears throat> one night in June 2014, a man by the name of Derek Brodus had just finished an evening of painting at his new home in Westfield, New Jersey. <laughs> I gotta say, the name Brodus is a nerdy name. I'm sorry. Sorry, dude. but It's a protagonist name. Brodus? Yeah, like Brody. I thought from that, the Jaws. From the Jaws. I was thinking Brodus is more of the name of like if if you were a cartoon trying to think of what to name your stereotypical frat boy character, you would name him Brodus. Brody Brodus. Brody Brodus. Brody Any- Brodus the Brod. <laughs> nice to meet you. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway, um, Derek had a wife and three kids. Okay. They had just bought this new six-bedroom house at six five seven. Boovered. That's the name of the street. Three days earlier. Do you want me to read the name of the street? Boulevard. That's what it is. They were doing some renovations before they moved in. (laughs) That's why they were there. So, there wasn't much happening. 
But before they uh, before they settled in for the night, Derek decided to check the mail. You know how it is. Yeah. You know, you get up, you go to the mailbox, you open it, and you check the mail. Done it several times myself. So inside the mailbox, you'll be surprised to hear that aside from bills and a few other typical mail things you will find in a mailbox, like more mail, they, the uh, Derek found a letter in there. It was nothing on it. All it said on it uh, in clunky, thick handwriting was the new owner. So, okay, curiously. That, that's, that's tech, and that's Derek, right? Because he just bought this house. That is correct. So Derek was like, the fuck's this? He didn't, I don't know if he said that. I'm, I'm kind of personifying myself into Derek. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, but Derek is a good guy. He does so anyway, um, inside the letter was a typed note. Okay. It started as such. Dear newest neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. For the Brodises, buying 65... You just kind of... I thought you were looking at me funny. But... No, I, was, I wasn't. That's that, That's weird. Okay. Also, the voice is weird. Thank you. But So wait, it, it's just... It, is this handwritten or is this typed? This is typed. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, basically, uh, it goes on. It's a really expensive house. Um, they're very... Uh, very happy with it. But uh, Derek kept re- reading the letter from his new neighbor. Um, supposedly, mm-hmm. he just assumed it's from a neighbor. It says it says the newest neighbor, yeah. Yes. So the letter went on, and it got kind of, um, what's the word? Well, I'll just read it. Okay, please do. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Basically, uh, what the hell? Shit gets kind of creepy. Yeah, you're not kidding. The letter continues. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. What the fuck? So the envelope had no return address, as it said. I would, I, well, I mean, could you imagine if that was the oversight yeah. that got this guy caught? <laughs> just like, just like, oh, I have to, I have to, or else the, the, the postage will not, will not accept this. <laughs> so anyway, um, the letter concludes by saying, who am I? The person wrote, there are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out of... Sorry. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by every day. Maybe I am one. So the letter concluded um, by saying, Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. And then there's a signature in cursive type... This is creepy. ...at the bottom that simply says, The Watcher. Jeez. So... That was the sole letter they got. Just kidding. There was plenty more, but I'll continue. <laughs> just, just the one creepy letter, and and, and then that's, that's the story. And the story ended, and that's it. Michael, your turn. <laughs> okay. So, so we- basically, yeah. After this, Derek was understandably like, 
the fuck? Yeah, I would be too. That's that's horrifying. Now, let me say straight up, if I found this letter in my new home mailbox, I would just leave. I would never come back. I wouldn't sell the house. I would just go away. You would... <laughs> i just, just live in the desert. Just walk. Well, yes. Why, I mean, I would go to the police first. Yes. So Is that what Mr. Brodus did? Here's what they did. The... Yes, okay. So... Uh, this is still before they officially moved in. It's a few days away. So they went. So to... he found this when he was just checking out the house? Yes. Someone oh put God. it in there after they bought it, but before they moved in. How do you know he had kids? Because they mentioned kids in the in the letter. He had three kids. Holy shit. So um, they went to the police, and they contacted the people who sold them the house. Okay. Um, and the people said the, who sold them the house in the 23 years that they lived there, they never got any sort of weird letter or disturbance or any sign that they were being watched. Most nights, even leaving their door unlocked with no issue. Holy crap. Except for the night before they left. They got a similar note also signed from the watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the family who was going to move in eventually sued the old, cu- the older couple for not disclosing that information. Okay. But it was also like after they bought the house, I believe. So it it gets uh, it gets pretty pretty mixed anyway. So oh, so they they sued the couple for not telling them about that they got the creepy note. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. Anyway. Okay. So they moved in. Yeah. And for a little while, nothing happened. But right. two weeks later, um, one of the uh one the the wife whose name is Maria. Maria. Okay. Um, stopped by. Wait, no, I don't think Maria's the wife. I'm sorry. Can you tell I'm skimming an article? (laughs) (laughs) Did you read this article before? Well, I listened to uh, a description. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) You know, no, that's actually that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, okay. Basically, two weeks later, another letter arrived and read uh, as such: "Welcome again to your new home at six five seven Boulevard." Um, also, it, it's the, it was the same type of letter with, like, the new owner written in the creepy handwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and the, on the inside, it's all typed. Oh, yeah. Okay. The workers have been busy, and I have been watching you unload carefuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. So, the watcher this time actually addressed them by their names, Mr. and Mrs. Brodus, but he spelled it wrong. So he's been listening so, to them too. Theoretically, you would think that yeah, he's been listening, not like seeing like letters or anything written oh, down. Holy shit! <clears throat> so he's got like a bug in the wall. That's what it is. He's got a bug in the wall. That's somewhere. what I. That's what I was thinking too. So anyway, he uh, continues. I am pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought to me. You certainly say their names often. Shit. Um, Yes, and then the letter asked about one child in particular who the writer had seen seen using an easel inside an enclosed porch. Is she the artist in the family? Oh, my God. The letter continues. 657 Boulevard is anxious for your you to move in. Or maybe this was before they moved in. I don't know. This, was the, the, this second letter <laughs> might be still before they moved in. All right. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood, excuse me, sorry, Alex, shut the fuck you, play in their basement? Or are you too afraid to go down there all alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear your kids scream. 
So yeah. What the the fuck? Theoretically, just saying, if I got a letter talking about my theoretical children, which I don't have yet, but maybe I will one day. I don't know. I have to meet the right person first. (laughs) And they talked about my kids being too far away from me to hear them scream. Yeah, I'd move. I would would never allow them back there. No, No way, no how. Yes. Anyway, the letter continues. Will they sleep in the attic or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedroom facing the street? I will know as soon as you move in. It will help me know who is in which... It'll help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. Which is a lie. That's a lie, yeah. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too, Broadus family. That's how he spells it. He spells it with an A. Okay. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought you the past three families to 657 Boulevard. Oh my God, stop saying it. And now it has brought you to me. Have a happy morning in day. You know I will be watching. So, Derek and Maria, who is the wife. And Maria is the wife. Stop. <laughs> it's been figured out. Yes, they stopped bringing their kids to the house for the time being. Uh, good good move. They Smart were, move. Yeah, and by at this point, they weren't sure if they actually wanted to move in. Several weeks later, letter, a third letter, a, several weeks later, a third letter arrived. You got there. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Basically, it's the the gist of it was where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. So, yeah. Uh, you're not going to read the full letter this time? Well, it's not listed here. It's not Theoretically, listed. Theoretically, okay. I'm sure it's a lot of the same thing about the young blood and it, the children and the and the potent theoretical yeah, the implied killing. Holy shit, that's freaking insane. Yes. So, also I will say that um Westfield, before this, was ranked as one of the safest towns in the country. Okay. So, like, if there have been secret watchers on this one specific house for a non-disclosed reason, they haven't been writing letters this whole time. Or at the very least, they haven't been reported about. Yeah. So, it's strange, isn't it? That's very, very strange. It's also like, holy crap. Yeah. The letters continue to come and come, um over and over again Mm -hmm. and they keep getting more detailed about the family in question Mm -hmm. um basically to a point where a lot of people for some reason thought that um that the brodises were kind of doing this to themselves that was Mm -hmm. like one of the big theories was like oh they're writing the letters to themselves which explains how they know so much about themselves and uh they're doing it sort of to get like the Kind of like a cult famous legend going. Well, that's stupid. I feel terrible about that. Because yeah. That, that's just, uh, the, the, could you imagine how much horror you must have gone through? And to, put your kids through. And put your kids through to, well, not only that, but it's like, you bought this house. Yeah. And now, and now you're getting these anonymous letters and mm-hmm. people are blaming you for, that's, that's freaking yeah. okay, terrible. Well, l- let me disclose something here. It obvious, it was definitely not them. Yeah, clearly. <clears throat> for a few reasons. One. Um, another house in the same neighborhood got a s- similar letter, although it was only one. It's also from the watcher. Mm-hmm. So it's either a repeat or like a copycat guy 
or the same person claiming claiming all the same stuff about this house. Like, you right. know, who's in charge of watching, I don't know, one, two, three, suck my dick lane for, for centuries now. Um, and another thing is um, actually the update that happened is just a few weeks ago, they ended up the, – the house ended up selling again, but oh. for a huge loss. Well, so yeah, I would imagine so. They didn't do this for the money. So they didn't even catch the guy that did this? Um, not that I know of. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they had a bunch of subset, suspects, but not enough uh, – Didn't they not I, – I, if, if this was me, obviously – But not enough um, to prosecute. Obviously, it's not me. But if this was me, I would set like a camera up in the mailbox so I could tell who's who's dropping these letters in, in the damn thing. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I mean, after a point, the letters did stop. Oh, okay. Um, but not for a long while. So I'm surprised that they haven't caught them. There could also be a thing of <clears throat> maybe it was a mailman. That would be crazy. If the mailman was the watcher? Because they could just stick the mail in the mailbox and no and one would no be one the wiser. Yeah. Actually, that shit. that was not a theory. That was online. That, that was something I just thought of just now. Well, yeah. And if I'm right. Then I'm gonna get watched next. Now I'm scared. <laughs> exactly. Edit this out. Exactly. <laughs> I I just want I want to also, but it's also like because if these are going through the real mail, then the post office is getting these and seeing the the new owner thing. and just like saying like oh it's for six five seven whatever yeah Boulevard. I, mean, I mean i wouldn't i mean don't get me wrong you can't open the mail but i would just send that right to the police at a certain point yeah like that's not there was no address on it mm-hmm. which leads you to think it was hand delivered by the watcher right <coughs> and Excuse the, me. and the fact that they haven't set up the I mean, don't get me wrong. That's such an obvious solution that they must have tried it at some point. And it must have not worked. Like, exactly. There must be some sort of like – he must – the watcher – he must be so sneaky about it or maybe it's like something you wouldn't expect or like maybe he, some way to get the letter in the mailbox without yeah. it being seen. But I agree that that's such an obvious thing. Especially now with like there are there are cameras on doorbells that you can see everybody that comes yeah. up to the thing. And street lights and – Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, excuse me. The the in in this world that everything is so filmed, mm-hmm. um I can't imagine that the how you would get around all those freaking cameras. Yeah. Um which is why this uh case interested me so much that it it's been going on for so like five years now. Um uh, obviously the Brodus family must have moved out, right? Yeah, I'm sure they have by now. Yeah. Um that like this guy, this person hasn't been caught. There have been a lot of suspects um, because apparently there are a lot of creepy people living around that area. I would that one, that, that is not surprising. Like it's there New was, Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a guy, um, their next door neighbor, who enjoys um, like walking onto people's property and peering in through their windows. Oh, what a creep. They could not prove that that guy was the watcher, though. Oh, okay. There was also another guy who there was a car late at night that was seen – um, in front of the house, um, and it belonged to the person who lived a few blocks away, and they and she said her boyfriend lived on that street. Mm. So they were thinking it was the boyfriend who, like, took her car to spy on the family again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, again, they couldn't convict him. Well, another part of what I'm – yeah, I mean, it, it's also – uh, there are so many – there are so many suspects, of course, but if the letters stopped – then maybe they found the guy. If the, did the letters stop after they caught the guy peering through the windows? I don't know. Actually, I'm gonna have to 
reevaluate that last part because I also don't know if the letter stopped. Okay. Specifically. Right. Um, oh, yeah, that's another thing. What? When, when fucking people, uh, like, started blaming the, the Brodus family. Right. Uh, for doing this. Yeah. Uh, other people started getting letters addressed like to uh, from friends of the Brodus family, and it was from the Watcher, like threatening other people to leave them alone. That's wait. So the Watcher is protecting the Brodus family now. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also part of it is is clearly like this is a viral story. As you're you're reading this, you found it found out about this. Um, that makes me think that it's not entirely impossible that maybe someone's heard about the original watcher and decided to do some copycatting also to the Brodus family yes. there's some crazy people out there mm-hmm. there are absolutely crazy people over there yeah so yeah i think uh, the Brodus family did move out i think there were four letters in total okay and uh yeah basically the entire family is fucking ptsd and just very not in a good state. Uh-huh. I can imagine. Um, from dealing with that. And that's another, th- it's just like another, like, thing. I just, it terrifies me that something like this would ever happen. Yeah. And, and so, like, in our lifetime, mm-hmm. this happened recently and it's scary this and I don't like it. happened in 2014. Started in 2014. I am, I am interested in if the letters are going to restart now that new owners have taken over. That is fascinating. I would definitely encourage all of you to go check out this case because, again, I'm we're not even a true crime podcast. So mm-hmm. even in the level of untrustworthiness that comes with being a true crime podcast isn't here. Yeah, no, we're even less. I have no stake in getting the facts right. So you should definitely go investigate <laughs> – this uh, this this case on yourself by yourself because it is really weird and unique. What was the source that you said? Um, oh, it was a website called The Cut. The Cut that I initially that I got this article from, but say how did you originally hear about it? It was from a YouTube channel called um, Unsolved Cases, Unsolved Murders, Unsolved Crimes. Okay, it's not it's, it's not Buzzfeed unsolved. unsolved, is it? No, no, no. No, I don't think so. Buzzfeed Unsolved is a very popular thing. It might be, Buzzfeed but I'm Unsolved. not. I'm not. No, it, I never watched it. It's yeah. a it's a YouTube channel. I'll put the original YouTube video I saw in the link as well because that was very interesting as well. Wow. wow, that that was really creepy, Alex. Isn't it? Yeah, nice job. Isn't it terrifying? Yeah. Oh, I I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to live anywhere now. Yeah, and you know, no, we're never getting a house. You kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. So, Michael, you told me earlier that you have. A very scary story to share with us. I do, actually. And I am very excited to hear what you're going to say. I would be le- more excited or more scared if the lights weren't on and it was also daytime. Do you want to take a break and turn off the lights? No. Okay. Fine. Fuck it. All right. I'm no. going to turn off the lights. Are you sure? Don't take a break. This is a live on-set performance. All right. The lights are off, which none of you know about. I hope you turned off the lights in the yeah. room that you're sitting in. We, we could be lying about it. Yeah. It's, just, it's actually, this is a much better ambiance for telling spooky stories. It sure is. I'm we, upset. We should, I didn't think of that until just now. We should have done that for the due date or the... Um, the Cut this part yeah. out and put it before I told my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just kidding. All right. Well, I am telling the story of Dear David. Dear David. Have you ever heard of Dear David? No, but I saw a picture on your laptop and don't, it scared don't me. Don't peek. Don't peek. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll just look over there. So Dear David is is a very um, popular 
uh, story. This was a very this was a viral story because this happened to a very uh, this was so this is a ghost story that happened also very recently. This happened in 2017 into 2018. Wow, very recently. And this is a confirmed like actually happened to someone. This situation? is confirmed actually happened. Not only did it actually happen to someone, but the person experiencing it live tweeted every event that the, that he experienced. Oh, I love stuff like that. That yeah. reminds me of the Alex from Tennessee uh, chain in 4chan. Yes, I've, I've seen that too. That is, that's fucking creepy. That I is loved, terrifying. I loved, I loved that story yeah. too. But this was actually, this this viral Twitter thread, well, I, I say it's a thread, but it happened over the course of several months. Mm-hmm. So it was several different threads. Happ- uh, was, was tweeted by Adam Ellis. Which started in 2017. Thank you. Um, which started in August 2017. Adam Ellis. Yeah, Adam Ellis is actually a popular webcomic uh, illustrator. That's why I know him. Yes, he uh, worked for BuzzFeed for for a very long time. Um, you can he currently still he doesn't work for BuzzFeed anymore, but you can still see his um, his web comics on his Instagram at Adam Tots. Has oh fuck yeah. I follow the guy. That's yeah. why I know him. Yeah, exactly. He's he's very funny. He's a great um he's a great artist and very funny person. Yes. Um, he is hysterical. He does a lot of very good relatable web comic work. If you're into that follow him you'll you won't regret it so wait this shit happened to him this shit happened to him oh poor adam ellis not on his instagram but on his twitter oh well that's why i didn't see it it happened it was his in, his twitter handle is incredible by the way it's at moby dickhead i love it oh i love him um he's great okay so this this twitter thread started on august 7th 2017 when adam tweeted out quote so, my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. And this started a huge, long thread. Okay. Um, and I will say, I'm going to be summarizing the threads, but you can very easily scroll through Adam's Twitter and find all this stuff. Also, there are collections online because this is a very popular story. Cool. Well, so, do that then. Yeah. After this episode, of course, because, you know, Mike. Yeah, of course. Mike worked hard on reading this to you or he is going to now yeah but so i'm, I'm summarizing there are is like i said this happened over the course of several months so i'm giving you the highlights not everything that happens but just all of the really creepy shit that i thought was really scary yay creepy shit okay so he's he starts out by describe by by telling everyone that he experiences sleep paralysis and oh that's the worst it is and for the last several nights, his sleep paralysis ghost was of a child with a dent in his head, sitting in a green rocking chair, staring at him. Okay, for those of you who don't know, really quick, mm-hmm. sleep paralysis is when you wake up but can't move, right. and you, sort of like your mind mixes with reality, and you start seeing things in yes. your bedroom. Like people, like you could see like shadows and people walking up to your bed. It's... Something I pray to the heavens above that I will never have to experience because right. that is also one of my worst fears, waking up to see someone in, in my in my bedroom. Yes, exactly. This is so so um, there are some people that experience this on the regular. And unfortunately, Adam was one of them. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. But recently he started seeing a new sleep paralysis ghost. He has a green rocking chair that was that was in his room. Um, and so his sleep paralysis, he saw this, this child with the dent in his head Mm -hmm. that, um, was sitting in it and what, and, and staring at him. Uh, he drew a picture, which obviously I can't show you, but I will show Alex. Wow. This is his rendition of what he saw. That's terrible. Terrifying. It is terrifying. I almost said terrible, which it is. It is terrible. But it's a great drawing because he's an artist and a great artist and I I want his talent. Yeah. I will steal it from him if I could. Just kidding. Most nights the ghost or the, the child, 
was just sitting there and staring. And then one night he started moving towards the bed. And then upon before the, the, the child could reach the bed, Adam woke up. Just that was that was how he woke up. And like I said, sleep paralysis didn't really think much of it. Uh, another night he went to sleep and he dreamed that dreamt that he was in a library. While he was at the library, he dreamt that a little girl, not with a dent in her head or anything weird, just a little girl, went up to him and and told him, You've seen dear David, haven't you? <laughs> so he's talking to this girl and this girl tells him that David appears every night at midnight and David can a- can talk to him he can ask him or um Adam can talk to him Adam can ask him two questions but the but the the qualm but the, the uh, um, rules are he can only ask him two questions and the the question must be prefaced with dear David if he if you ask him a third question he'll kill you okay. So I'm actually kind of freaking out now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, this is only the start. This is a very long story, I will say. Um, so the next night, Adam has another sleep paralysis dream. So David appears by the bed. And so he asked him, dear David, how did you die? And David responds with accident at the store. Question. And so uh, the so Adam asked him again, dear David, what happened in the school in the store? And David said, a shelf was pushed on my head. And then Adam asked, who pushed the shelf? And then silence. <laughs> David didn't respond. And that's when he remembered, oh, shit, Don't I you broke the rule. Adam, there were two rules. You broke both of them you at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. This is how idiots in horror movies die. Yeah. So he remembered the rules and he woke up terrified as anyone would. So Adam moves apartments. He was on the bottom apartment, just unrelated, complete coincidence. The apartment above him opened up more space. He figured, why not? So he moved into the upstairs apartment. Great job for him. Good, good, good for Adam. So nothing happens for a very long time. So Adam thinks, oh, David lost sight of me. But on the, at the point of this tweet, he said, for the past four nights, his at, at exactly midnight, his two cats will just start staring at the door um, like someone is on the other side. He looked through the peephole on the door, and he saw movement, so he locked the door. Um, and I will say, what makes the story really cool is that all of the – every claim that he makes is backed up with photographs. That's crazy. So he has photo and videos of his two cats just interacting with the door, just kind of staring there as though there's something on the other side. Oh, um, I hate those types of stories. It's so scary. August 9th. Cats are still doing the thing. Six nights straight now. He looked through the peephole. He thinks he saw something. He took a picture, and he says he says that he looks like there's something there. Um, honestly, I saw it. It kind of, this particular thing just kind of looked like a smudge to me. He's just I thought he was just freaking out, but understandably. Um, okay. He he went to bed, and he could still hear the cats meowing at the door. August tenth, he say, he says the cats are still doing this. He uses he decides to use the sleep talk app to record uh, everything that was happening while he's asleep. Okay. Um, he puts the salt by the door. So the sleep talk app is, is it's pretty cool. It's like for people who are sleep talking, the app hears when there's noise and records and starts recording. So if you're a sleep talker, you can hear what you say in your sleep. That's really cool. Yeah. So he uh, the next morning he wakes up. The sleep talk recorded uh, 33 things. Most of them complete nonsense. Okay. But three things, he had three notable recordings, and all of them had an electric static that the other recordings did not have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, skipping ahead, uh, August 14th, he tweets around that he's he's just, he got a Polaroid, so he's playing around with the Polaroid. Oh, um, you never take Polaroid cameras so haunting. 
Yeah, no, he, that's he, the wrong thing to do, he, Adam. He's playing around with the, with the Polaroid. He takes pictures of the of the apartment, just messing around. Then he takes a picture through the people, and what he notices is the film develops pure black, like nothing, like nothing on it, just straight black. Okay. So he goes and he looks inside the thing, just. The, all of the Polaroids start out white, so it's not like the, this was just a miscast or anything like that. He tries again. He opens the door. He takes a picture, and sure enough, pure black. Okay. And he takes pictures with his tele with his cell phone, and hallway looks fine. Hallway's lit up, perfectly fine. Okay. He takes it with the Polaroid. You can see the inside of his apartment, but out the door, it's just black. Okay, interesting. I was gonna ask, like, could you? Did he clarify that it wasn't the Polaroid camera freaking out? Exactly. And you know what he also did? He also took a video of himself taking the pictures with his cell phone and with his Polaroid and showed the difference. Dude knows how the internet works. Yeah. I will give him credit. Yeah. And then he closed the night out by tweeting a video of him saging the house. Uh, which is, I thought it was just very you funny. Know just like, I'm not taking any chances. I'm saging the house. No, he, he is that type of dude, like crystals and sage. Mm -hmm. August 15th starts the day with a tweet saying, sage didn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's the worst. Uh, it was, oh, yeah. God. He said that he just had another dream of David in the chair. Just staring at him, nothing happened, but just another dream, and he was freaking out. The cats were still doing their thing at midnight, and now consistently, the sleep talk app app is picking up the electric static at 3 a.m. for five minutes every single night. Okay. Yeah. So, August 21st, he has a, he has another sleep paralysis dream, and in this dream, David is dragging him through an empty warehouse by the arm. Dream physics, you know, he's a, he's a child, but dream, you're, you're in a dream, you're just scared. Yeah. In this dream, he's being, like, cold ass through, the, through this empty warehouse. Everything makes sense in yeah. a dream when you're having it. Yeah. Um... He thought nothing of it when he woke up because, you know, scary dream, nightmare, not a big deal. Except there's a huge bruise on his arm. <laughs> and he has, again, posted a picture of that. Um, not only that, he uh, August 21st, I guess it was a weekend or something, he's walking on his normal route to go get some coffee. On the way, he says that on on his route, on the way to the, uh, to the coffee house, he passes by a uh, food cart repair place. Like a food cart place that normally on the weekends is just super busy. Um, but There's no not, one there. Not today. Not only is there no one there, the doors are open and it's cleared out. It is completely empty, except inside the warehouse is a single green chair. I knew it was going to be the chair. Yeah. Not, it, and he, again, pictures of all of this are on his Twitter. Now, as you do, you buy the chair and you put it in your house. <laughs> I guess so. So he freaks out. Uh, August 27th, he receives a lot of calls from restricted numbers. Um, he does not answer most of them. He answered one time. He hears something on the other side. He doesn't know what it is. It might be breathing, but he definitely hears a small voice that just says, hello. And then he hung up the phone immediately. <laughs> August 28th. He announces he's going on a business trip to Japan. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Um, he sets up a nanny, nanny cam to watch his cats, which turns on when there's movement. Um, just so that he can check on the cats because I guess, I guess he'll have someone come in and feed and take care of them and stuff, but cool. just to check in normal stuff. Mostly he's just testing it out. So normal stuff mostly, except that around 11 o'clock, he gets an alert when there's nothing happen. Nothing happens. No one's supposed to be there and all that stuff. There is no one there besides his, besides his cats. Um, cats are not in the frame. Um, he just sees nothing. Except that his the, the green rocking chair slowly starts to move. There's a green rocking chair in his house now. 
There always was. That was oh. where that was the green rocking chair was a real thing that David just appeared inside. Oh, okay. Of. So it wasn't like the vision was also the chair. The chair was also there. The chair was also there. Yeah. Just in like real life. And okay. at this point, he has moved the chair out of his bedroom into the hallway. Oh, understand. Or not into the hallway, but into his living room. Mm-hmm. And then he sees it rocking. And again, video the video of this is so unsettling uh. because there's no open window. There's no air, AC going on. It just starts. It's dead silent. Nothing there. And then you just see it slowly start rocking back and forth. <laughs> get, and that's not the only thing. Later that night, he gets another alert. Nothing is there. He has a turtle shell holding hanging up on his wall. It just falls down. No one's around. No one touches it or anything like that. Also, Adam, you're a bit of a weirdo for having a turtle shell on your wall, but oh. it's still freaky. <laughs> no, it sounds like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So then he put the green rocking chair in the hallway. Because, yeah. <laughs> Free rocking chair. Exactly. Haunted. Um, September 5th, he, the, the nanny cam picks up another movement, but this time it is his cat. But his cat is just standing up on his hind legs, just like jumping over things like that aren't there. Just standing up in his on 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 his hind legs, just looking around, <laughs> just just freaking out. Okay, so September sixteenth, he has a. I don't know if this is connected, but he tweeted about it, and it's freaky, so I'm telling it here. Okay. Um, September sixteenth, he has a dream that he he's asleep and he rolls over and he sees a head just a decapitated head with a spine attached to it blood everywhere bloody stuff and he freaks out he's like what happened to you the head just smiles and says it feels great <laughs> that's creepy that's so creepy that is such a thing that a, a decapitated head would say though yeah so then he wakes up um october 3rd he goes to japan he tweets out he, – he's in Japan for two to three weeks at this point. Um, forgets all about David. Has his fun time in Japan. Good. He needed a break from all this. On the last day, though, he uh, finds this weird statue. Um, it's, like, just a big, tall statue. He thinks, oh, it's pretty cool. He's looking around in it. And on the statue, there are a lot of different children depicted. And he freezes in his tracks because on the statue is one particular child that has a dent in his head and it looks exactly like David. <laughs> So, flies back home. Um, October 14th, he tweets out that there's weird things happening with his ele- the electricity in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Lights are flicking, flickering on and off repeatedly, even though he just replaced the bulbs. Um, and then he hears a scratching at the door. He goes to the door and takes a picture through the peephole. And he, it's, it, he posted this picture. It's very faint. But if you turn up your brightness all the way and look at it, Definitely looks like there's an eye looking right back through the people. Oh. It is it is the most terrifying. It is just unsettling as all oh. hell. Um, after that, there is radio silence from him for two weeks. Two whole weeks. Um, October 26th, he apologizes for the radio silence. Okay. Um, he says he thought that things were going back to normal. Um, there were, He didn't see David in any dreams or anything like that. And then he was walking home, and he that warehouse that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. he saw a hearse just parked there. Oh. And he's just like, all right, whatever. It's <laughs> just I guess a coincidence. They just got to park somewhere, I guess. Yeah, or they got to park. Yeah. You know? Um, the same night, he has this very long Twitter thread. Basically, he sees someone staring at him from the roof on, on a building across the street, mm-hmm. across the way. And he he posted pictures. It's very faint, but you can see some, a figure just kind of standing on the room, roof, just looking into his apartment, just standing there. Um, so, November 6th. He has a dream of David for the first time in a long time. He's in a chair, just kind of moving, just kind of murmuring. 
And then the uh, the he, then David stands up and moves towards the bed, and you can see. And then he sees David standing directly above him, just staring down. And in this moment, he somehow is able to get his his phone and start taking pictures. Oh, and but you know, wakes up the next day, just doesn't think anything of it until a couple of days later when he's looking through his camera phone and he sees a bunch of black pictures. So he realizes shit i was taking pictures in the middle of the night he posts all of these and you can kind of see faces but i'm going to show alex the 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 most the creepiest one no please don't here's the picture oh wait i don't it, it I is don't blurry see it. as hell but you see oh fuck i kind of see it yeah it, it is blurry it's not a very good picture uh which i mean he can be forgiven for <laughs> uh, all things considered but you can definitely see the outline of a face with a dent in the head oh am i, am I right yeah get that shit away from me okay cool uh alex has scrolled through and i think he saw the next the next scary thing oh uh, i did i didn't pay, i did not like i don't know what it is yeah but it's it's it doesn't look good. All right. Well, before you continue, well, real quick, I got to applaud you on this terrifying tale that I have not heard of, and I'm really sad. <laughs> I'm really scared. Uh, I will say um, this is all way. accessible on – I found – I have the website pulled up. I'll, I'll cite the source later. Yeah, but send there, it there to is, me so There is a big collection of all of these tweets. Um, so, Link in the description. Link in the description, yeah. Uh, November 17th. Um, he hears a loud dropping sound from the top of his apartment. Like he's like, he's on the top floor and he just hears like like as though he describes it as a bowling ball being dropped on the roof. Oh, like okay, on the roof. Yeah. So he knows he knows what pipes sound like. He says this is not a pipe sound. Um, so he doesn't do anything because what is he going to do? He has no access to the roof. And his in his to his knowledge, there's no way to directly access the roof. Definitely not from his apartment, mm-hmm. but you know, not from not uh, not unless there's a maintenance thing or your Spider Man or your Spider Man. Exactly. Sorry, I forgot this is a comedy podcast. Oh yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> uh, Funny. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Um, <laughs> so he uh, he he realizes something that um, there is a mysterious hatch way high up above the staircase in his apartment um he's always known about it like but he's never really thought much of it yeah of course yeah i know what you mean yeah it's It's like we all have those things yeah like uh like that stain in your couch that's just always been there yeah you gets a little bigger every now and then and you're just not gonna ask about it um it's jizz oh god thank (laughs) you happy halloween thank you for that sorry i had to say something scary yeah (laughs) um but he, so he he assumed for the purposes just he just assumed that it was like a maintenance thing, like for you'll get a professional ladder, you'll go up there, and that's how you get onto the roof. Um, but he's looking at it, and he breaks this all down. He does some math on this Twitter thread, and he realizes that it's not possible that that hatch leads directly to the roof. In fact, he does math and realizes there is about three feet of space in between the ceiling of his um of his apartment and the roof and the roof oh. which he he assumed that it was just ceiling roof was was the <clears> same <throat> thing but there's at least 3 feet of space he doesn't know what's up there but he realizes that there's 3 feet of space it's like a little crawl space yeah. where no one's supposed to be yeah exactly maybe and insulation he, is in it if it's he, a good building he, quite possibly and he realizes that the hatch probably leads directly to that to that space mm. so he decides to buy a large pole off of Amazon to go investigate oh. because he can't. He doesn't buy a ladder. He just decides to get a pole so he can poke it open and see. Okay. Um, 
November 28th. Just a poll. Just a poll. I like it's, it. it's actually really funny. He posts a picture of the poll before he buys it and after he buys it. It is a very tall poll, I will say. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, November 28th. That night, he hears loud crashing sounds from the top of directly above his his apartment, similar to what he did. He heard once previously, but this time he heard it about fifteen times. Um, and then he heard a very soft noise, very close to his um to his apartment door, which oh. he describes as a footstep. One footstep. That's it. Dead silence for the rest of the night. So, next day, he wakes up. It's like, I'm going to go get some bagels. And he's walking down the stairs, and he realizes there is dirt on the stairs directly underneath the hatch. Oh. And he, so he looks directly up, and he realizes that there's something stuck in the, uh, in the, in, in the, in, in, in the door. That he sees something sticking out that was not there previously. And I know it wasn't there previously, because he posted a picture of the hatch when he first told us about it on November 17th, and a picture of what he saw on November 28th when he's tweeting this out. Um, and he, so he posts a video mm-hmm. of him getting getting the pole, and going and poking open the door. He's, he's uh, in his own words, he's like, if I'm gonna catch a demon jumping out, I want that shit on camera. Um, so he goes and he gets the pole, and he pokes it open, and something falls out from the from the um, from the hatch. Can I guess what it is? Because I also saw the picture on your screen. You can. Is it a little boy shoe? It's a little leather shoe. Yes. Oh. It's a little leather shoe, and I, I, Alex can see this, and you can see it if you go online. But it's it's a very worn, beaten, old-fashioned mm-hmm. small boy shoe. Small boy shoe. Yeah. Um. So of course he goes and contacts the landlord, and is like. Hey, what's up with that space, the crawl space? Hey, you know what's going on there? And the landlord is not having any of his shit, mm-hmm. but he's like, please go check it out. <laughs> and so he does. The landlord goes up and uh, gets a flash drive, flashlight rather. Flash drive. Flash you Uploading I mean. basement. Yes. Um, he, The landlord opens the thing, shines the flashlight around, and he's like, ah, oh, there's nothing up here. Oh, wait. And he reaches in and he picks out a small, tiny marble. Okay. Just a marble. Adam is holding it, and he realizes that there's a little hard little bump on the marble. And he does some research, and he realizes that that's probably from um, the way that marbles used to be constructed in the 1900s. Just because of the way that um, marbles were done. They were used with scissors and stuff like that. Um, So that probably is what that is. And it's pretty weird that this marble has been up there this whole time since the 1900s, and no one has realized it. So... He's freaking the fuck out. Um, next update comes on December 12th. He has been uh, getting, he says that he's been getting messages from fans and followers and stuff like that saying that um, David needs his help. And he basically tweets this out to say, nuh uh, nuh uh, I feel a lot of malice. I feel a lot of dread. This is definitely not a, this is definitely not a Casper situation. This guy wants to hurt me. Um, oh, also, I'm sorry I haven't been talking much. I'm, I'm very scared. Also, I just realized that our Halloween episode is the 66th episode. Yes. That's scary. One six away, right? Yeah, only yeah. 600 episodes to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, David, uh, no, uh, Adam decides to set up a camera. Uh, while he's sleeping at night. Um, and this camera is set so that it takes pictures every 60 seconds for the full night. He mostly sees nothing. Right, so no chances here. But. Okay. 
That's a big butt. I'm gonna I'm gonna show Alex this. It's a picture of his empty apartment. This is what it looks like most of the time. Yep. Adam has uh, some light night lights set up, as I would in this situation too. <laughs> um, he posts a bunch of pictures of the empty apartment, and then, boom. There is just there's a, a child. There is a small child, and you can kind of see the dent in his head, just standing at the foot of the bed. You can kind of see it, right? Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's that's legit. That's real. And not only that. Boom! Right, he's there's another picture of David standing directly above oh, the bed. That's and that's my and scary. the creepiest one in my opinion. He looks directly at the camera. <laughs> and then the final picture of the night. <sighs> okay, no, 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 no. I'm done. Scroll up, please. <laughs> I no. Um, there is a there is a picture of just a scalp. A very of with very very stringy hair, <gasps> just immediately at the camera, just oh, like right freaking there. That's like an old man head. Yeah, it is. So January second. Okay, um, we're gonna continue. Okay, then we're continuing. Oh, that's it fine. Gets, it gets much worse. That's fine. Oh um, great. <laughs> I'm glad it's a long story. Yeah. Um. Adam t- t- tweets that he's uh, going on a trip to Montana. Oh, Montana. Um. He. It just uh, while he's in Montana, it's it snows because it's January. Uh, it's January second, twenty nine, twenty eighteen, rather. Um, he looks outside and there is a trail of small footprints. Um, he follows the footprints but doesn't find anything suspicious. Okay, but just good. just kind of as a realization that David's been following him. Cool. So, the next day, he um yes he tweets out that he had a dream. That um, David was stand was immediately above him, just kind of like floating on the seat on the ceiling, and then he dreamed that th- that 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 David dropped down, dropped down onto his chest, knocking the wind out of him. Now don't tell me he got fucking photos. He's didn't got he? a picture of no, it. No, please so, don't show this to me. I am. Here you go. Oh, it's a picture. It, it's it's a very dark picture, I will say, but it's a picture of uh, you can see the boy just kind of. On Paral- top of him. Parallel to the ground. You can see the, yeah, you can see him on top of him. It's kind of weird, though, because it looks like it's like, he's like not making imprints on the bed. No. No, he's he's not. And it's also possible that he's just kind of like, this is mid-fall. This mm. might be before he made contact. Yeah. But regardless, um, this is when the fans and followers started tweeting out theories that David has, this is David possessing him. Mm-hmm. This is David entering into his body. January 16th, he tweets out um, that everything is normal, basically. That there's nothing, that he hasn't seen David in a while, but um, he's noticed that he's been losing time. Like, hours will pass, and he just has no memory of the hours passing. Okay. Um, That's not normal. That's not normal. Everything is not normal, Adam Tots. Except something weird does happen in that he... Uh, he Goes out to brunch with a friend and posts them some pictures on his Instagram story. Just kind of, you know. Just brunch. Just, just brunch. Nothing crazy. Nothing Good. crazy. Some boring lunch photos. It's uh, like some emojis of people clapping, can, selfies with his friends. And that's what Halloween be next year? Just brunch? <laughs> you just want to go to brunch? Yeah. Not like just the episode will be, let's eating brunch with me and Mike. <laughs> and that's it. Well, uh, you're not going to want to be a part of this brunch because he rem- remembers posting a bunch of those photos. But he doesn't remember posting this photo. Okay. And he got a lot of... The only reason he knows it is because fans sent him screenshots and story replies and things like, like that. Like, what the fuck is this? Yep. This is it. 
it's a very glitched oh, out Instagram God. photo. And not only that, uh, it's a, it's basically this is a picture that he posted previously, but um, of him and his friend. But now it's all kinds of static and glitch. And you can see you see his eyes. Yep. Yep, I see it. Don't worry. One of his eyes is just normal, kind of closed, and the other looks almost like a Pennywise kind of yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very scary. And he tweets out, "I have no explanation for this. This is the first thing that like, or not the first thing, but this is one of the things that I just I cannot find any logical explanation for why this is happening." So, that was January sixteenth. Radio silence for two straight weeks. Okay. January 28th, he tweets out a 30-second video of just the cat hissing at the door for like 30 seconds. And then the cat turns and hisses at the camera for 30 seconds. Okay, so if I'm going by this logic, that means that's like Adam getting possessed. And then the cat's like, no! The cat has hissed at the door at midnight every day thus far because David is supposed to be on the other side. But then and he now gets... he's hissing at the camera. Okay. Or what's behind it. Yeah. And I'm going to show you this tweet because in context, again, n- there was no words posted to that video. Mm. It was just the video. And then nothing for several days. And I'm going to see if, if I can pull this up, pull this tweet up because this is the most unsettling tweet that I've ever seen. Uh, February 3rd. Mike February found 3rd, the tweet. February 3rd, 2018. That's the only thing he tweets out. You want to read it? Everything is fine. Two spaces in between is and fine, everything lowercase. Which to emphasize how much fine there is. Yes, exactly. Um, nothing again till February 14th. in which he Valentine's tweet- Day. Oh. Yeah, exactly. The next day you're going to get a lot of candy at CVS. <laughs> exactly. February 14th, he tweets out again all lowercase saying, please don't worry about me. I'm okay, and everything will be like it was before, smiley face. Oh, God. Yeah. He knows emoticons. He's getting too powerful. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Also, later that day, that was tweeted out at 3.05 a.m., by the way, on February 14th. 4 o'clock a.m., another minute and a half long video of the cat hissing at the door. Okay. And I think he turns around at one point and is like, hisses at the camera, but not consistently. But still, uh, not good. No, wait, no, that's not what I, that's not what I wanted. Uh, no, sorry. Mike, I hate this. Um, there we go, dear David notes. Is this how you felt during our ASMR episode? Pretty much. Um, Aww. and then he tweets out again on March 28th, everything is fine, I'm okay. Okay. And that's the end of the story, Alex. That's it? That's the fucking end of the story. There is no actual resolution to this. He just tweets out that everything's fine, and we never hear about this again. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm glad it all worked out. Um, glad uh, Adam's fine. I'm not going to be sleeping tonight. That's cool. Now, Mike, um, tell me, um, is there any way that this could have been, like, faked um, in your mind? <clears throat> In my mind, I will say two things. Because you saw the whole thing. I did see the whole thing, and I read through the whole thing, which is on Wakelet, by the way. That's the name of the site that I pulled, that okay. I used. You could also find it, yeah. again, down in the description. I will say that uh, there has been speculation tweeted out. Of course. That um, well, to the internet. there was a uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved video uh, about a child whose head was dented in, and that's how he died. Um, 
and that was while Adam was working at BuzzFeed. So there was some speculation that this that inspired mm-hmm. this whole story. Um, and Adam is has now sold the rights, and they're making a Dear David movie, I believe. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that is that is crazy. Um, so he did benefit from this. Yeah. But uh, obviously, uh, but if also it happened, question, then... Yeah. There is... I mean, obviously, look, don't get me wrong... The the lengths to with the lengths with which he went to make sure people have no, like had no doubt in their mind that this was real mm-hmm. is impressive. Yes, and is not nothing, and is something that a online influencer would do yeah. if something happened to them like this. Because mm-hmm. obviously, those people again, like they they post a lot about their lives anyway, yeah. and they know that people are speculative especially of stuff like this yeah so it, it is not out of the quest but it's also it's also photos mm-hmm. you know it's photos and videos yeah so it's also very possible that this is being faked mm-hmm. um either way it's terrifying it's fucking scary yeah yeah that's all it's also miles above any other creepypasta that i've ever seen if this is faked yeah because this is like this is either true or the best ARG I've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. ARG. It's um what is what does it stand for? It's like something where it's like it's like portrayed as like a like a real thing, but mm-hmm. like where shit goes wrong and like ghosts happen. Yeah. It's like um alternate oh, alternative reality game, I think it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's stuff like stuff like this. If like but it's like uh, it's stuff like this, but it's confirmed to be like this is all faked, mm-hmm. but it's done in the way that like it's like a Blair Witch Project type gotcha. thing, where okay. it's like it's done as if it's real and presented through different mediums. Like this is fucking happening to someone. Yeah. Um, but everyone knows it's like fake. And I will say also, like even if this is faked, this is the slowest burn that I've ever seen because this started in August, and the last tweet about it was in March. And if you had this story in your mind, why the hell would you wait that long to go to to get to the punchline? You know what I mean? Mm. That's kind. Of, that's also kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. Um, it, it's it's very scary. Yeah, and I will say, Alex has been looking around to the dark corners of the room. I have been. I this I entire that, time. I do that when I'm scared. Yeah, I like just making sure no one's there. Yeah, yeah. I I really I'm really uh, I really regret turning off the lights. <laughs> God, right. this fucking well, Mike, you win this Halloween. Yes, I won again. <laughs> I'm happy. I'll get you You'll next. Get me eventually. I'll get you at at Christmas. I'll get you at the holiday episode. That's fair enough. Shall we play the pick and bucket song? Yeah. Let me go turn on the lights while it plays. Play it on. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. I want you all to know that while Alex stood up to turn on the lights, he was giving me the middle finger the entire time. Walk it over to the light switch, (laughs) flipping him off the whole time. All right, you want to pick? No, you you've earned it this week. All right, all right, I'll I'll, I'll mix it up. You make you you mix it up. Oh God, fuck! Sorry, (laughs) I kicked the table out of anger, sadness. All right, all right, all right. I got one. That was yeah. That was actually. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone. That's... Oh, oh, good. Okay, Alien Concepts is the name of our next challenge. Okay, tell me about it. All right, Alien Concepts. Find a way to teach very basic human concepts to aliens. Like 
time, uh, walking, uh, how the immune system works. Yeah, just generally so something that something related to humans that would not make sense to someone that has no context for humans. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Pick something super small, like why do we have rubber ducks? As I say, pointing to the rubber ducks that are still here, still here from the con- conspiracy theory episode. That's right. Um, which yes, it is a giant conspiracy. The rubber ducks are here to take over this podcast. Yep, probably. Quack, All right, quack, but that's our that's our episode for uh, next week. Oh God, Mike. Yeah, you, you did not disappoint with that one. Yeah, no, I did not. That scalp's gonna be in my dreams. I know that that was a creepy ass picture. Holy shit. Um, I'm not watching that movie. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not watching that movie. There's also no way that the movie could ever possibly come close to the fear that that, that well, no, just that everything is fine. Tweet and still because it happens in real time. Yeah, it's like you're there, you're experiencing it. It's like being in a horror movie. It very but much is from a safe distance. From a safe distance. Yeah. All right. That, Just do the outro. I, I want to go home. Go follow Adam Tots on Instagram and at Moby Dickhead on uh, Moby underscore Dickhead on on Twitter. Because you never know when it's going to happen again. And also his comics are really funny. He's very good. He's very, very I funny. had no idea about this, and I followed him just because he's talented. He's a very he's talented a good guy. Yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, okay. So thank you guys so much for listening. We, prob- we probably won't do another scary episode until next Halloween. But you know what? If if you want it, why not? Right? Yeah. Send. Let us know. Send us. A, send us a. Uh, we'll send- do it. I'll get scared for the lols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy scaring Alex. He uh, never does, except for now. Except for now. But it's always a good time. You know, murder I can deal with. Oh, ghosts actually scare me. <laughs> Much like Watchers. Much like Watchers. Like that also was very stalkers. creepy. Stalkers. And home invasions and shit like that is terrifying. Serial killers are interesting. Cults are fun. <laughs> that stuff's scary, though. So you're telling me to do a cult next year? Well, have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, gotcha. Yeah, that'll be a fun Halloween. Yeah. Cults. All right. Um. So for, on that note, please send okay, us. Okay, cults aren't fun. I'm sorry. I should clarify. Cults. Cults are very serious and bad. Yeah. Now so, go. Yeah. Okay. Thank. Thank you for clarifying. Weekly undertaking officially against cults. Anti-cult. By the way, make sure to sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Um, but yeah, please send us. Uh, we have. We listen to your suggestions. So if you want to hear more scary stuff, let us know. If you want to see us do some uh, something else that's really dumb, let us know. Um, yeah, we have forms in the description below where you can email or contact us. Also, our social medias. Please uh let Use us know there. Yeah. Also, please leave a rate and review because that does really help. Um, and uh, we have artists that help us out. We have Adam Rudy who does the uh, music for the show. We have Winston De Jesus who does the uh, podcast cover art. So please show them some love if you like what they do. Um, and I think that's all the announcements we have right now. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And have a spooktacular Halloween. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, that's it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood.